I'm not going to talk until you start not gonna recording talk, because, yeah. you know, of all the fire we're like, about quite, to like, like, like quite honestly, I don't say anything that I'm not being paid for. Mm. Yeah, that I'm, is right. I, just, do, I do not riff I'm for free. I'm quiet the rest of the time. Yeah. Just yeah. try having a friendly conversation with Phoebe. She won't do it. No. you no. got you got to put coins in her like an electricity meter. Yep. Yeah. Or in, to vend in a riff. my special like rattling tin, mm-hmm. which I just rattle under people's noses. In your special rattling tin. That's right. I like <laughs> the idea that it's a tin that just rattles. It has that's its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and you can also put money in it. <laughs> I like the idea that you can't put money in it. It's a sealed it's a sealed <laughs> yeah, tin. It's it is just a rattle. It's like yeah. a real DIY. Oh, yeah, no, it's no, like for hobo babies. Like a yeah, Duchamp no, 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 artist. No, 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 I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Yeah. When someone tries to get me to speak to them, um, under all circumstances, I rattle my rattling tin mm-hmm. and then they know to to put money in um in my ear. Oh, oh like a reverse magician. Yeah. Okay. I got accused of being a magician yesterday. Ouch. I know. Oh, man. By who? Sorry, no, not yesterday, the day before. I had to go on a police-mandated driving safety course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because you were hooning. I know. If yes! only. Yes. If only I I knew that if ever because I I actually I drive pretty conservatively I don't I don't speed really or anything like that I, so I knew if I ever had to do one of these things it would be for some like really dumb bullshit and mm. it was for like driving through an amber light and mistiming it slightly and oh. then but then you get you get treated like you're doing 140 miles an hour course, through a yeah. primary school like they don't care anyway so I'm I'm on the course. It's it's like being back at primary school, mm. you know. You're all being admonished, you know. You're don't all... do what Donnie don't does, etc. <sighs> exactly. Yeah, yeah there. Are... It's amazing how much people regress to being a child again as soon as this was being run by a former primary school teacher, of course. And then, like the amount of like, <clears throat> she's like calling out people individually and being like, "Okay, what do you think would be a good solution to this situation?" <laughs> and then, like, you come up with some bullshit, and then she asks someone else, and the guy's like. Yeah, I just I agree with what's been said. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like we are 15 again. This is incredible. Uh, and um, yeah, at some point she's asking people what they do. And you know where you just sort of half lie for no reason? Mm. And I just felt like I couldn't say I was a comedian. Mm-hmm. So I just said I work in entertainment. And this backfired immediately when she asked me if I knew any magic tricks. No! I have never hit the zoom unmute button faster in my life. Like, just fucking hang on a second here. I may not have been a laugh a minute so far on this call, but I do not give off magician vibes. Magician. No, that, that really hurts because, mm. you know, it implies... Like, hey, I'm allowed to say it. Like, it implies, yeah. first of all, it implies you're polyamorous. It does. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And, and uh, one so, girlfriend, now there are two. Yeah, Where did exactly. she come from? <laughs> like, that, that, that's, that's the first of all. And second of all, it, it implies you're like walking around with a pack of cards or something like that, mm. and you're about to bore people. Yeah. Oh, uh, with no. That. You, you I'm flipping a nickel against a wall. You know, you, know, you know what? It is time for me to intervene with my surprise pro magician stance. No. Oh. I love magic tricks. I love magic mm. tricks of all descriptions, even like really, really shitty ones, mm-hmm. because I have a childlike sense of wonder. Okay. So you can fool me with, what a flex. with any magic trick. Phoebe putting it out there that she's the most vulnerable actual woman to pick up artistry that there has <laughs> yeah, ever right. been. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, no, no. I'm no I'm, the rest of it doesn't work on yeah, me. Yeah. So Feather like, in a hat, ne- do anything so for you. Negging, stupid hat. Mm. Um, the weird you know, thin necks they all have. No, 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 no. Mm. It's the aesthetic. I'm not. So I'm. I'm watching like some dumb. Uh, uh, sorry, stupid BBC program. Uh, like, the, I don't even know why. I just need to turn my brain off at night. Okay, right. Sure, I'd, I'd be reading all. Latin all, all day, and I'm like, show me the stupidest thing. Mm. And like one of the guys on this reality show is a magician, and he's such a cunt. Like 
absolutely like he's got like dyed pink hair and he's like um, I am one of the the most foremost uh, magic creators in the world yeah, and I can right. actually read yeah, people that. perfectly and uh, and I'm just Probably like I'm can. gonna Probably I'm gonna can. kill this man though but I'm going to murder <laughs> I'm him I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make friends with him I just, I'm gonna make friends with him I'm gonna start bringing him everywhere he's got like he's a, gonna be the third mic he's got like a flat top that's he won't magenta. even need a mic he'll just conjure it I just, and I mean, I suppose, like, I mean, a, it's it's bragging about being a magician, which I don't think you should be allowed to do. No, right? I feel like mm. it, you should have like a, a, a rightful sense of shame. It Much should in be the more way, like being a sex offender, where you have to go around and inform your neighbors that you're a magician. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would love them to do that, and then I'd be mm. like, "Would you like to come into my house and show me some magic tricks? Would you like to do some of these magic tricks for my kids while mm. I leave the house for a bit? Mm. Yeah." That's how much I trust magicians. <laughs> well, do, do you know I'm going to go into this soundproof room in the basement. But like, the point is, like, Milo, you had the good sense to, mm. to kind of obscure what you do. You know, I'm yeah. in entertainment. That's what magicians should have the good sense to do. Right? I don't like I don't be talking about where most of my money comes from. If people ask what I do, a lot of times if I don't want to ha- have a conversation, I'll just be like, I'm a teacher. Entertain- entertainment does sound quite euphemistic, though. It doesn't like mm. I'm a male stripper or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I entertain people. Makes you sound more like <laughs> you're like a kind of Pontins blue coat. <laughs> 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 and they're really hard on your ass if you're late, which is why you have to speak. Why you have to speak? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I like the idea of being a Pontins blue coat in this day and age. Oh, they still I'm exist, sure. I think. Are they? Yeah. Is it? Wait, still is it? Exists. Is it? Is it blue coat? Uh, is it the blue coats or are they, are they the red coats at Pontins? I don't know, well, the red coats, so they're coming. <laughs> they're pillaging rural <laughs> islands. Yeah, they they're like, <laughs> they're, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not the red coats. And I can't remember what they're called. They're definitely called something that the, makes it sound like they the are mounted a kind camp of, guards of Pontins. Yeah, it makes them sound like they're a kind of like a kind of Georgian battalion. Mm. Um, but I can't remember whether it's blue coats or or, or what color coats. I okay, yeah. Blue coats makes me. I think because of blue stocking makes me think more of like girls' boarding school. Okay. It's like, is it, I'm trying to see where you're going with this. I'm like, you know, knowing you, that could be like brackets <laughs> horny. So, oh no, I know, like, I know in a horny way, but I just it doesn't it doesn't conjure like a military vibe to me. It okay, conjures like you. a weird, okay. um, like a jolly hockey sticks vibe. Well, blue stockings weren't jolly hockey sticks. They that was the that was, was like that women's, Unum? Yeah, it was like women's yeah. university. It's not a boarding school. Right. Yeah. Mm. But you know. What is university but a boarding school for slightly older children? Well, maybe yeah, Cambridge was, but other places. Well, it was about Cambridge, so we'll... yeah, I, I know. But like, it's a bit, it's a bit belittling to describe it as being something to do with girls' boarding school when it was about women trying to have their degrees recognised by the university. All right, well, that's the end of that riff. So, uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to stamp all over your blue uh, stocking riff. Yep, that's always good. Most of them good. were fascist, though. If that's if that's any help. Okay. Oh, well, fuck them. That, that, <laughs> if, that, if that helps you any. It makes it even more curious why you leapt into their defence, really. Um. Again, much like with the pickup artist, it's one aspect <laughs> of the defence. You know, Phoebe contains multitudes. She That's can right. look at, you know, one aspect at a time. Yeah. yeah. Look, I just don't want my not remembering stuff accurately to be confused with misogynist belittling. I don't remember most stuff accurately. I mean, I didn't even know what you were talking about, so. Yeah, you see. You know, that's the, too, the pure, all things are pure. That's what's going on over here. I'm that's not right. sure. Yeah. Stuff just rebounds off my consciousness. Can't you, you be know? doing misogynist forgetting? Misogynist forgetting. Mm. Well, as a man, why are you remembering stuff at the end of the <laughs> yeah, day? Yeah, you know, yeah, men have been gay. remembering stuff for thousands of years, and where has that gotten us? 
That's true. I can't yeah. argue. You had to that. remember a lot of stuff. What are you doing? Remembering men's oh, penises? Is that what you're doing? Seems gay. Yeah. Etc. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You had to remember to not let women go to university. <laughs> They had a note stuck up on the wall Mm -hmm. in the admissions office every time a woman phoned up to be like, hey, no. No. That was originally what what Memento was going to be about. And then they were just like, this feels a bit specific. Yeah. He's just got a note in his pocket. (laughs) No women at university. He can't. He's doing the Oxbridge interviews, but by the end, he's forgotten the beginning. He's like, how did we get here? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'll let you get back to the intro. Uh, yeah, hello, welcome to Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld and doesn't know what a blue stocking is. And I am joined by my co-host, Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined by a very special guest, someone who also doesn't know what a blue stocking is. It's <laughs> Eleanor Yanniger. How are you doing? I, yeah, I really don't know what that is. And uh, now I'm not going to learn because apparently it's some Nazi shit. So. It's one. Mm. Well, no, it's not. Uh, no, no. I mean, like they. It, it was more like kind of loads of them were like you know those kind of upper class fascist sympathisers. Like oh, like uh, suffragettes. No, oh, I, I do. I do enjoy Lord Hawhaw's uh, bawdier stuff. Well, um, like you know, like mm. if you ever read one of like Vita Sackville West's letters, and you're like, oh, wait, no, wait, right. wait what now? Okay, what yeah, are you yeah. saying now? What's what's that? Yeah, you're up to? And there's they're like mm. meeting Mosley for tea. And yeah, that sort of thing. Okay, that kind of, like right. like more yeah. like more Mi- more Mitford sisters than suffragettes. And to be and again, in all fairness, it was only some of the suffragettes who, yeah, went a bit fascist. Just like so only some of the Mitford well, sisters. Some of them hated oh, horses. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Everyone mm. confuses it with the women's suffrage, but it was actually she was just trying to fight that horse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so she no. was just like, "You see that fucking horse? I told him. I told him if he was out in the streets again, I'd fuck him up." And that's what happened. She walked Tragedy, so that the really. German modern pentathlon coach could run. Yeah, you know, mm. women weren't allowed to fight a horse before that. No, no, no. because of Christopher Nolan. Yeah, His antecedents, not him specifically. I don't know how Wait, old why he is Christopher actually. Nolan? Because he directed he Memento. Memento. Oh right, okay. <laughs> he I had see. he see. He's got a poster. I clearly needed to write on a note for you. I thought so maybe you're doing a tenet thing, like the horse is moving forwards in time, she's moving backwards oh, right. in time. No, 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 no. It's yeah. much, no, no, no. It's much stupider than that. Right, okay, <laughs> much, yeah. much stupider. Saying something, you know, yeah, so. <laughs> it really is saying mm. something. Mm. Uh, we have a guest. We do. We've whose introduced vo- whose it, yeah. voice you can hear? Yeah, yeah. We've done that. Have we done that? We've done mm. that bit. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. yeah. Oh god! Maybe you've got the memento. Maybe disease. I've got the memento disease. No, we've all got it. Now. I just complete. I just completely scrubbed that out. That's very strange. Yeah, go on, Phoebe. Rustle around in your pockets. So let's see. <laughs> Phoebe's doing you know, out for the benefit on. of the listener. Hang on, no, 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 no. It's for the benefit of you two. Oh, you okay. are my audience just as much. Um, mm. I've got. That was a, very magician. I've got a tattoo here. Okay. I don't know what it says though. Ah, it's in linear A. <laughs> so, yeah, so no one can read it. No, yeah. no, Eleanor hasn't been introduced. You know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, introduce Eleanor. Mm. Yeah, really yeah. good, yeah. good tattoo. People like it. Yeah. Can't believe yeah. the Minoans would write that. Yeah, a bit <laughs> was, weird. That, was that linear A? Was that the Minoans or was that Mycenae? Oh, I should know this. I think it might have been Mycenae. I think it's Mycenae. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Mycenae, but I yeah. am not positive. They had the big tomb. They did have a big tomb. Oh, they, they all did, though, didn't they? Yeah, but like the the, the one the at Mycenae was like big tomb, was small like penis. A that big was fella. The... Sorry. Big tomb, small penis. Yeah, like yeah. the, the, the tomb was like the sports right. car of the ancient world. Yeah. yeah. How big yeah. is your tomb? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Small, tiny. Do you know? I always like from ancient funerals and stuff. I like the people who are professional mm. mourners. 
Yeah, um, I could get into yeah. that racket. That's a really good racket. Like, I think we should racket. still you have get free that. food. Yeah, and mm. like, and you get to just follow and be, you know, rend your garments. I'd yeah. love to rend some yourself. garments. You do yeah. have to scratch your own face, though. I don't want to do that. I don't want to scratch I've got a skincare my skincare routine. <laughs> yeah, it's just this everyone. is my skincare routine. I just go to a funeral, just sc- scrape the top layer of skin off. You know, ash. That, yeah. Like, what if professional mourners actually have great skin because of all the crying and the ash and the, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe. You know, it's an early form of charcoal mask. That's, that's what it is. They're certainly mm. not accidentally dyeing their ears when they dye their hair. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to dye your own ears. No, I mean this—that's real talk. Yeah. We've all been there. This is mm. this is like girls' corner now, yeah. like femmes only. Hashtag girl chat. Mm. Yeah, that mm. is right, and that—and that's what we're here for on this show. Yeah, talk about well, the big issues affecting. Talk about women. the the girls' chat, dyed yeah. ears, and uh, the 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 bit that we open on. Yeah. Yeah, oh, very Seamless. good. Very Seamless. good segue see there. You're, see, you are my um, audience. Yeah, we are talking about uh, season seven, episode five, the hot tub, um, which it feels like a misleading name for the episode. I don't think that, I was just going to say yeah. that. I think it should be called the alarm. The alarm would be good because yeah. Yeah. the alarm is a more is a more central. It more hinges on the alarm, doesn't part it? Of the part yeah. of the narrative, the hot tub feels it's incidental a to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have it does have a a wide-ranging effect on the rest of the action. Yeah, it, is, it, has, it has crossover. You know, we can't say it doesn't have it's crossover. The, it's the butterfly batting its wings. Mm. That is right, yeah. Yeah, it's um, uh, in a sort of in a final destination way. Yeah. Well, that and George hanging out with the Texans, right? Yeah. Those are like, those are the yeah. two. So it's like, it's so, but so in which case, the little buggy bit in the middle that makes a butterfly, mm-hmm. that's the alarm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. each, and then the Texans is one wing of the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the hot, the hot tub is the other is the other wing. There yeah. you go. I understand mm-hmm. chaos theory. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You've sorted it out. Mm-hmm. That is that sorted is quantum uncertainty. Sorted it out in a nutshell. Robber stamped that. Yeah. Um. So we open with a bit uh, where Jerry is going in on a group that have had it, in my opinion, far too easy, for far too long. It's Olympic silver medalists. Um. Now we discussed this off mic at the start of the show and uh, Phoebe was saying she agrees with his hypothesis. Yeah, I do agree I, with I feel like uh, in many ways I think silver is kind of like a cool medal to win at the Olympics. Mm. No, bronze is a cool medal. Silver no, is the I loser medal. bronze is a bit too... I so think like silver is around. like... Yeah. yeah. No, silver is, silver is like you're good but you're not the best. See, I've got the specific mm. thing about 90s silver medals because, you know, okay. A, I'm, I'm older than you both, and B, you know, mm. from the Pacific Northwest. So there was like the whole thing with Tanya Harding and um, what's your Nancy Kerrigan. You're, you're, you're one right, there. Okay. Do, you, it's, do, you, do you guys know so about Tanya Harding? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen my Tanya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm, I was always team Tanya Harding because I, too, am Pacific yeah. Northwest, you know, mm. white trash. So, like, yeah. you know, that was my girl. She yeah. could do cool we jobs, whatever. and Dean. Yeah, well, and and this is the thing. It's like for for some reason Americans really like figure skating. I don't. I mm. like. I can't explain it to you. We don't I, really. I, again, I fucking love figure skating. It's so good. If I should go to the Pacific yeah. Northwest, as far as I can tell, it's all magicians and figure skating. Yeah, I mean, and have a great that's time. why he <laughs> loves the film Ice Angel. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna it keep, doesn't exist. I'm going to keep exist. mentioning the film Ice Angel it, until we do it on Movie Corner. I, I would be happy to do it on Movie Corner, but I found no other evidence for it other than it you exist. mentioning it's it. Wikipedia. You ever see the '90s movie The Cutting Edge? We always used to work, watch that at like slumber parties, girls' slumber parties, no. and it's about like a, it's like a, about a, a doubles 
ice skater and she has to like get a new partner and he's a he's an ice hockey guy and there, he's kind of like a disgraced ice hockey olympian anyway a disgraced ice hockey olympian yeah, like, what you know, do you have to wow. do to get disgraced as an ice i'm deadly serious he, he sleeps through his alarm no i am deadly serious right now oh because my God. he's like banging a swedish girl and like doesn't get there in time and then yeah and he's like kicked Damn. off the team so he has to like become a so he must become a doubles figure skating with this chick and we loved it we loved the shit so ice angel is actually quite similar and i've just realized reading the ice angel wikipedia page because when we first talked about this on the show which was a while ago mm. i thought it was called i'd seen this film when i was like eight with my sister like bored on like a sunday afternoon or something and i thought it was called on thin ice but then i've eventually we couldn't find any trace of on thin ice so we just googled the plot and then this film ice angel came up but now I'm seeing on the Wikipedia, Ice Angel is a 2000 fantasy film from Fox Family. It is also known as On Thin Ice Going for Gold. Oh. oh. But more amusingly, it is loosely based on the 1941 film Here Comes Mr. Jordan. What? <laughs> Here comes <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jordan. They make names like that anymore. Oh, my anymore. God. Oh. This film is either going to yeah. be absolutely fucking brilliant or it's going to be yeah. super racist. But the plot of Ice Angel is, is an ice hockey player who dies in an ice hockey accident and he, and he gets to come back to to life because he died too young and he says oh uh, they're like what do you want to be and he's like oh i just want to be an ice skater meaning like an ice hockey player but they send him back as a figure skater as a woman um and then he's trying to like seduce his like old fiance but obviously he's now a woman and she doesn't know it's him and then the linchpin of the plot is that he calls her daddy girl which is what he used to call her when he and then she's like oh my god it's him but he's trans his damn gender you know? wow i mean hot okay fine daddy girl. daddy girl daddy girl yeah i kind of like that yeah i don't suppose there's any chance i can get you to call me that uh, no i think you gotta ask george about that if you yeah no he won't do it i'm gonna do it that's yeah. me yeah okay yeah i'm gonna call you daddy girl thank that's you. fine uh, that's you're, really, welcome. That's really nice you're welcome thank you see that's see that's solidarity right there it's- that's, so, what, that's what solidarity looks like. I'm really into those movies, though, where like someone comes back from the dead or something else. You know, like there's the one, you know, when someone dies and they come back as a snowman. I'm, I'm serious. There's like a snow. And it's with um, your man Stop there. Stop inventing cold weather I movies. <laughs> <laughs> your man there. I, I swear it's like um, your man there, Batman from the Batman movies, like the original ones. Michael the, Keaton. The, my, I swear it's Michael Keaton. And like he dies and comes back as a snowman. As a snowman? Yeah. What? Or Jack Frost. Jack Frost. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. We're, like, Phoebe has like Mandela effect, <laughs> but for never having heard of any movie. <laughs> That's the, this. This is not true. I've heard of several movies. I just haven't heard of any Memento. of these. There yeah, are others. <laughs> <laughs> just haven't heard of any of these. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a good line in that, and I don't know why it is like specifically kind of like cold weather movies, but you know, mm. that there's it's one. Lots of cold weather. Maybe it's maybe that's what I just blank out. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no. So, but I was gonna say there's this thing about silver medals. I can remember things. Oh, what in cutting well, edge? About, yeah. So, yeah. well, so and then I started talking about cutting edge and, and everything. But uh, I got here because um, there was this whole thing in the states. It's like, oh, like so the only thing that was standing in the way of Tanya Harding winning gold was Nancy Kerrigan, perhaps, and then Tanya Harding didn't medal at all, and Nancy Kerrigan won silver because Oksana Bayul, mm. who was skating for Russia, won gold, and it was incredibly funny and like. In terms of, yeah, you know, Americans think they have everything mm. sewed up and they're the whole world. And Russians are like, no, we are also cold weather people. 
and like they are cold weather people. Yeah. It's true. And Oksana Bayul went on to like get several DUIs, if memory serves correctly. So it's a pretty. I was, I was literally oh, about to say, if drink driving was a <laughs> was an Olympic event, the Russians would win. Mm. But the Americans mm. would give them a run for their money. Oh yeah, we're trying. I mean, like you, you mm. want someone from Wisconsin on that team? They are they're champs. Wisconsin people, they mm. know they oh they drink drive. Yeah, those oh, cheese yeah. heads, they love Ooh, to drive. The they new, do. It's the new Cold War. Mm. Because it's cold and also because the ice cold war. And because of, you know, the looming the war. light cold yeah. war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you like. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme is like the referee. From what I, I would watch that. From what mm. I briefly saw of the plot of Ice Angel, Nancy Kerrigan seems to be in it. What? What? Which, did I. Okay, hang on, that? Jamie. Let's just pull that back up for a second. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just go back there. So if they had any, if they had any taste, they'd get Tanya. The cast? Yeah, Nancy Kerrigan. As Julie. Who's Julie? Is Julie the fiance? Nancy Kerrigan can't act. This is, I, I didn't expect to hear so much like venom about Nancy yeah. Kerrigan. That's because, the, you know, I stand Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on. Like, come on, Portland. Yeah. Come on, poor girls. We love it. You poor know? girls. Mm-hmm. Poor mm-hmm. girls of Portland. Poor girls. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Those are my people. It's a cheerleading the squad. Poor mm-hmm. girls of Portland. <laughs> Um, so for 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 all that for all that for all the pie, mm. uh, what was uh, Tonya Harding's husband called? Oh, it's uh, Jeff Galuli. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, just a little call back to uh, a few episodes ago. Oh. Of, uh, yeah, we were talking this about very him show for some reason because um, Jerry gets called Galuli. Because mm. everyone thinks that he's deliberately injured Bette Midler so his girlfriend can, his uh, study can, can go on stage. Yeah. And that's what Galili did. Galili deliberately yeah, yeah, injured. Yeah. Who did he deliberately injure? Uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all comes back to fucking Nancy Kerrigan yeah, joining all the dots. Yeah, smash your yeah. knee up. And then like everyone blamed Tanya Harding for it and she was like, this man literally abuses me. And it's, yeah. it was, it's sad. He's yeah. a bad man. It's fucking grim. Yeah. He can go to hell. Nancy Kerrigan is the uh, mm. Donald Rumsfeld of American ice skating. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to elaborate on that, but we are going <laughs> to move well, on with the episode. O- o- Oksana was a kind of a known unknown. Yeah. 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 Precisely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jeff Galuli, the inventor of the horse's hoof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the plot of the episode um, we kick off with a scene where Jerry and Elaine are discussing the fact that she's got this marathon runner coming to stay with her who she met through the publishing job somehow. It's it's not really it's not clear, clear why he is why he is staying with her. Whether this is a romantic like, oh, arrangement like or man, yeah, but, but that doesn't seem to, that doesn't happens. seem to be mm. the case. Mm. But then again, Elaine does seem, and this is an underexplored aspect of Elaine's character that she does like make friends with surprising people. Mm. Um, so like she doesn't have like she's not a big Magicians, kind of for example. for example she's not like a big friends outside her kind of her kind of core core gang person mm. she's not like Kramer who's got like people you know just in every yeah. single every single code but every so often she's like oh yeah so I made a friend here I made a friend there mm-hmm. and it's always like it's always somebody quite su- it's always somebody quite surprising so it doesn't really it doesn't really like jar I don't think that she has apparently made friends with this um with this Trinidadian because she's Marathon got with girls runner. as well, doesn't she? Like, yeah. You know, she's got people's houses that she's invited over to yeah. for dinner. You know, she has friends having babies. Yeah, there's this, this one, there's one like really kind of like offhand remark about how when she was like, when she goes to Europe with the psychiatrist she's having an affair with, uh, she makes a friend there 
who she's been like on the phone to on her company's money, and then her her PA like grasses her up for it. Oh. It's like, is that is that are you gonna tell us any more about the fact that she has apparently just like made this made this pal who she's now like mm. on the phone to all the time? No, she's a, she's never a, hear about. She them would again. easily mm. become a victim of a scam. Elaine, you yeah, know, she could get a letter from a Nigerian man who needs some help. You know, I could, I could see that. Mm. Yeah, because mm. but she probably actually has a Nigerian friend. Yeah, yeah that's probably. the thing. That's she the could, thing. She's got someone on the ground who could check that out for her. Mm. You know, that would be a really good like new episode of Seinfeld. But it turns out that it is somebody. They do that in Thirty Rock. Yeah, damn. Jerry gets mm. catfished. Yeah, Jerry gets. Would Jerry get catfished? Costanza would get catfished. Oh, Costanza would get yeah. catfished. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm. Uh, Kramer would get catfished. Yeah, but then or he Kramer would, would but be, then he'd like be okay with the... it, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, He wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I could see that. Yeah, I could exactly. see that working. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also get a fun line where um, uh, Jerry goes, he's from Trinidad and Tobago. And then she goes, yeah, he's Trinidadian and Toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, I like the Jean-Paul Jean-Paul thing too, mm. which is quite interesting. Mm. Uh, just kind of like as a, huh, about the 90s. Bit right. Of a, bit of a... When I was like, hmm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. We're going to... Gonna... No. No. Okay. We're just going with it. Just going with it. Fine. Mm. Fine, fine, fine. Um, they do. I mean, it's... What's the problem with him being called Jean-Paul? It's... Okay. It's He's called Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul Jean-Paul. So it's sort of supposed to be a kind of comedy foreign name. Oh, I thought his name was just Jean Paul, but they they he like said it twice as as like a joke. I didn't no, but it's like his his first name is Jean Paul and his last name is Jean. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, I see. I is that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that at all. That's because it's weird. It is weird. And yeah, yeah. It, and yeah, never explained. And also, like very Cypriot. And also, like yeah, Trinidadians. Why would they have? It's like he's not Haitian. Yeah, I, you know. Well, I mean, Americans being imprecise about other countries mm. is, is is not. That's not new information. True. True. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bit odd, particularly since again remembering that it is a '90s show. There aren't really any jokes about him being foreign. Like the only one is that there is like a kind of misunderstanding of like vernacular Engl- English, which is not a joke at his expense at all. Mm. It's a joke at the expense of the people around him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're right. It is strange. Yeah, because it's it's definitely like played for laughs. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's so specific that you're mm-hmm. almost like, this must be based on something because yeah. why have him come from Trinidad and Tobago in the first place? Yeah, maybe. I mean, mm. which, fair enough, if I met a person named Jean-Paul Jean-Paul, I'd be like, that's remarkable and I enjoy it. Yeah. It I is think. remarkable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You ever met a double namer? It's very common in Cyprus, Greek Cypriots. Oh. Really? Uh, they have a, uh, yeah, my brother lived in Greece for a long time and he was like, you could always spot a Cypriot because they'd have a name like Michaelis Michaelis. Oh, nice! Be, yeah, yeah, like uh, just uh, they just love it. They just love a double, and they have a lot of strong feelings about halloumi, the Cypriots. Oh, they do, yeah, do they? Mm. yeah. Interesting. You know, I I recently learned something, which is that halloumi is more or less, other than in its sort of like specific area of origin, like mm. kind of around that bit of the Mediterranean, is mm. only popular in the United Kingdom, and in the rest of the world, no one has any fucking idea what it is. Interesting. 
It, mm. Like it's not in America, it's not in Australia, it's not in like. And you'd just... think you'd think Americans would would love it because it's a kind of squeaky cheese. They like squeaky cheese. They like squeaky cheeses. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are other like equivalent cheeses which are popular. But halloumi but specifically. Halloumi specifically. Ukraine is the thing where people come to the UK and they're like, "What the fuck is halloumi? It's everywhere. Everyone's it's in restaurants. It's in supermarkets." When I when I lived in Oz, you could get it for sure. And I, I think guess there that, are a lot of Greeks there. I think that I first kind of became aware of it like through a Nigella cookbook. And Nigella was like, you know, cook halloumi and put some chili on it for a party. And I was like, great idea. And then like, yeah, and it sh- it showed up, but like not with the regularity that it does here. I think that there is some ultra addictive, possibly psychoactive substance in halloumi. Oh, because so like, it, mm. because everybody... It's got like ergot in it. Yeah, like everybody loves it. But like, objectively, it's no good. Objectively, it is an overly salted, like anything's rubber good when sque- it's fried, rubber squeaky cheese. Okay. But when you eat it, you're like, oh boy, I feel like this is unlocking something here. It's like peyote. I I knew this <laughs> chick, um, and went off the deep end with Lily. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, because apparently her like like I only tangentially knew her. She was like a friend's mm. flatmate, and her hangover thing is she would take the halloumi and boil it in the bag. Oh. And then, like, then, like, take it out of the bag when it was warmed through, and just like eat it like an apple. Is that should you be the plastic? I don't feel like you should be. Yeah, I don't feel like you should be. Wait, so there was like a sphere of halloumi. Yeah, so you should just the like whole, a block. like the whole halloumi. I guess just it like, would congeal into it, a sphere by the time. Yeah, you like it in take the bag. it, chuck it in in the bag, yeah, boil no, that, it. No, that's, that's and now really, it's warm. That's really bad for you. I just can't imagine. And I'm not, I, I'm, I just feel like yeah, the microplastics is what I'm taking away from that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's like an industrial dispute waiting to happen. And like, don't get me an wrong, industrial like, which is going to go on strike. Yeah. We've all been incredibly hungover. That's not what I'm saying. But you could slice the halloumi. I feel like you, you could, could, slice you could take it out of the bag. Now, I mean, I really like it when you you know you put it too close in the pan, and if it like the edges kind of touch and it goes slightly melty, you could mm. have little halloumi pancakes. Mm. Why not? No one can stop you doing that. Yeah. There's no, no law against no, it. No one no. can stop these no two can pieces prevent, of me getting can it prevent that happening. I'm like, I see the where the rest of my afternoon is going. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's right? like it's a psychoactive dog toy. Mm. Right. Okay. Mm. I think. Halloumi. I think all dog toys should be psychoactive. I think, I think they we probably are. Dogs more high. You know, that's we do it for cats. Yeah, that's the thing that I really like about being a cat owner is I can just be like, "Do you want drugs to my cat?" And she'll just be like, "Hell yeah, let's get high right now." Mm. Um, and if you take, I mean, what you give her coke? You give her. She's got her nip. She get nipped out. She get wild. Like I, think I so, some some cats are apparently resistant to nip, which I think is interesting. Oh, that's funny. Mm. Like, yeah. I didn't give her a nip like for Mormon ages. Cat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's, well, if you're if you're a Mormon, you're probably like ultra lightweight. Lightweight. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking more just kind of like spiritually resistant. Like they oh, refuse right. to give in to it. Yeah, They're maybe. Like, no, no, maybe. I oh. saw a really good cat today. It had white socks. <gasps> oh, nice. That's nice. Regular black feet, but what? <laughs> I met a cat on a roof the other day, man. Right. <laughs> met a cat on a roof. Fucking get out of town. He was a great guy, a little tuxedo guy, and he was on a roof, and he was like, can you Hot pat tin? me? And I was like, no, nobody, you're on a roof. And he was like, oh, like giving it the social role. 10 out of 10. No notes. Mm. Great, really great good. wall cat. Oh, love really a friendly cat. Yeah. You know, cats on a wall, they all want to meet you. That's why they're on a wall. That's right, yeah. That's science. They're like David Hasselhoff. Oh yeah, okay. I'm coming with you. Singing on top of the Berlin Wall. Thank oh, you. Right. Yeah, it took me. It took me a couple <laughs> seconds, but I got there. Have you ever yeah. heard the interview with David Hasselhoff from like the 2000s where he talks about it? Mm. And he says, and he's like, my agent called me, and they and they said they're taking the wall down. And he's like, 
I got a sing on top of it, and I just, I'm, I just love the idea that that's how the conversation <laughs> went. They're, they're like, "Fly me in." <laughs> they need the half. I like, I like the idea of how, like how much ground he was making up just like there on his own. Like his agent was like, "Well, they're taking mm. it down," and for some reason he decided that that he was being invited to do something which he potentially mm. wasn't. Yeah, like maybe it was mm. just a, it, it was just a conversation. It was a conversation that he had in his own head. Yeah, he, yeah. It's, it kind of has like Gascoigne turning up with the chicken and fishing rod for Raoul Mo energy. Mm. It's like David Hasselhoff showing up at the wall. Like, don't worry, everyone, I'm here. I'm here. What yeah. did he think was gonna that it was gonna accomplish? Was it to celebrate the fall of the wall, or was it to, or was it to attempt to repair the wall? Oh, what, yeah, he's what? like, no, oh. put it back up. Yeah, I like it. David Hasselhoff, surprise DDR guy. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Surprise DDR tanky. Yeah. That would be funny. Yeah. I w- oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. David Hasselhoff, the inventor of the potato. Mm. Yeah. The Hasselback potato. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, oh, I mm-hmm. see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I never make now. a Hasselback potato. If someone's going to make me a Hasselback potato. Is Hassel it just a potato, Hassel? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. don't, I actually don't know what a Hasselback potato is. I've only read about it in books. You kind of like keep. The a contiguous bottom going, and then you like slice into it so that it's got like many little slices on the oh, potato. And you rub like garlic butter in. Yeah, there, yeah. Like a scallop potato. Yeah, but you know how scallop potatoes are like individual slices. Yeah. This is, this is like you don't cut all the way through the bottom. Okay, yeah. so like a kind of cheese and pineapple hedgehog, but it's a potato. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the cheese and pineapple potato. Yeah. Also invented by David that. Hasselhoff. That's right. Yeah. In his in his weird era. <laughs> yeah. The DDR could only dream of such things. Yeah. You know. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything came out of the tin, even the hedgehog. Um. So the plot of the episode. Yeah. Um. This marathon runner, he famously missed his race in the Olympics because he didn't wake up. He didn't set the alarm correctly. The volume was too low. This is genuinely one of my biggest fears. Yeah, I. This is why I cannot sleep the night before I have a plane, even if mm. the plane is at like three in the afternoon. Yeah. Like if there's any time I have to set an alarm, I'm frightened. If I so. if I have to be somewhere important at a particular time, even if I can get when I eventually get to sleep, I have anxiety dreams yep. about oversleeping. Mm-hmm. I'll have a whole anxiety dreams. <laughs> like I, I'm in the wrong line of business mm. because uh, when you make TV, they make you be up. Yeah. early in the morning and I'm not good at that in the first place but the, the, I'm constantly having to be places at 6am and I spend I did the, not get into medieval history uh, to get up at 6am yeah, I'll tell you that much you know they, mm. they, if they hadn't destroyed academia I could be like one of, uh, what I wanted to be was they kind told of like, me this wasn't a real job what the fuck yeah I wanted to be like a C.S. Lewis type and kind of like slouching around 10 mm. have a cup of tea thinking about a big wardrobe yeah you know and then like you know talk to two students do something esoteric with Latin. Mm. The a- end of end of scene, right? Now yeah. you, you catch a girl having to set alarms for five thirty a.m. and I just spend all night dreaming that the alarm's gone off and mm. I'm up and showering already, and then and I'm not. Yeah, and it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. And then I gotta go be like enthusiastic in a field. Mm. You know? It's the worst place to be enthusiastic. Yeah, well. you know, like, and then you got, mm. and it's like somebody if else. World War One taught us anything. <sighs> it was hard to keep up the chipper attitude. Do you know, I. I have a lot in common with World War One guys in that mm. no one has suffered as much as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're eating a lot of bully beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. I've got trench mouth. Yeah. You know, trench mouth. Trench mouth. 
That's like hangover mouth. <laughs> What's trench mouth? It's a thing that you can get from like drinking nasty water. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Nasty. I only kind of know about it because I'm, I recently it's watched nasty the- nasty water, daddy girl. <laughs> when, you're, when you're eating that <laughs> nasty puss. Daddy girl. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm, I'm familiar with mouth. trench foot. Yeah, okay, so, but trench mouth, I was- So then you put your foot I was in your made aware mouth. of it again recently because have you watched the uh, Woodstock 99 documentary? No. I haven't, but I do. I've oh. heard it's great. Oh, but a, a bitch gets trench foot. It's like, sorry, trench mouth. And trench uh, mouth. yeah, and like it's and it's hilarious because you're kind of like wondering why she's there for quite a long time because, you know, there, there are there are kids who are up to more hijinks and you understand why they're there. Mm. And you're like, why is she there? And it's like she's like, and then I got trench mouth. And you're like, oh, and it's like basically because mm. there was like sewage in like the drinking water so it was bad it was oh, a bad I scene oh i don't care for that anyway watch watch that it's a great mm. yeah, it sounds like she a ate the limp biscuit and then <laughs> that's how you get that's mouth. how you get trench mm. mouth yeah i believe that most people who attend uh kid rock concerts at some point in time are going to get trench mouth that's kind of how it works yeah yeah yeah, yeah i presume mm-hmm. so if you well if you if you're drinking whiskey out of the bottle but sharing it with the wrong person yeah you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I like Kid Rock. He tells it like it is. He does. <laughs> I we lot- were doing that all summer long. You're so right, Kid Rock. <laughs> we were- That's the only Kid Rock song I know. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends from Detroit, so mm. there was like a lot of Kid Rock in the my earlier uni experience before it all kind of like went when it was just kind of like amusing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like oh, like look at this guy, um, like look at this gentleman. Yeah, you know. What's he up to? <laughs> What's British he up to now? So, you know, like, like the fur- we encountered the- a gentleman. Uh- yeah, we encountered a gentleman wearing a uh, large fur coat in mm. uh, thirty degree weather. Mm. Um, things of this nature. So yeah, there was rather a lot of Kid Rock went on earlier on, and now we're all like, now it's just something we don't talk about. You know, it's like you shoved. We memory hold that. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, like I'm here to wake. Yeah. I'm here to wake that memory up. <laughs> I'm here to revive the lost the lost cause of Kid Rock. The, a man a man who who couldn't be more inappropriately named. Mm. He's just he he because he's neither not rocks old nor he, he is not. Earned he should marry a, Iggy Pop and change moniker. his first name to Old. He, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be fresh faced if you're going around with the kid. Mm. With the kid epithet, or maybe he means like a goat. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, mm. he's quite goat-like. He looks like a gender-swapped Paris Hilton. Well, you know, it's like how little Bow Wow had to stop mm. being little Bow Wow and had to yeah. start being Bow Wow. Regular, yeah. Bow wow. After he had his bar yeah. So he, maybe he should he just had to go become Grande <laughs> Bow Wow. <laughs> That's what like, happens at your bar mitzvah. <laughs> they take the little off your name. So like that. That mm. see, this is the or the young or the kid. That's the thing is, the yeah. kid should have come off by now. Yeah, but yeah. by now at this at this maybe point, maybe it was Rascal Phoebe until the bat mitzvah. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Mm. But she's still a rascal. I'm still a rascal. Uh-huh. I'm still a rascal. <laughs> still a rascal. <laughs> and in fact, that's we like, need to bring back the word rascal. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. my that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Um, Rap scallion. I also, I never, oh. I never had a bat mitzvah. So technically, I am still a rascal. Technically, I'm not an adult. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Therefore, uh, you are both. Um, you know, you are both engaging in 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 inappropriate behaviour by speaking. To oh, me. it's an inappropriate mm. age yeah. gap. Right Friendship. So, yeah. Oh no. I shouldn't I definitely shouldn't <laughs> because be calling I am, you daddy I am, girl. I am twelve. <laughs> <laughs> in the eyes of Hashem. In, the, yeah, eye, in the eyes of the of the rabbinate, I am twelve. The oh. rabbinate. <laughs> Interesting. That's right. Mm. Um, yeah. That implies that it does work in reverse though. You can just like mm. any mm. nonce can perform an emergency bar mitzvah <laughs> and it's all legal.
Uh, yeah, but we're trying yeah. to get that taken out because it's yeah. it's it's a regrettable it's, piece of liturgy. It's a grandfathered in clause. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah it's you know, a real loophole. Going to yeshiva to become uh, a rabbi just so that you can like nance. Mm. Like, uh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Previously, you had to become a Catholic priest to do that. Yeah, but exactly. Broadening it out. Hey, that's modernity, baby. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We live in a we live in a liberal multicultural society. Um, oh Christ! Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't say that, the yeshiva. Um, mm. So we, um, uh, yeah. The Jerry is very concerned about this marathon runner waking yeah. up for his race, and he gets he gets fascinatingly obsessed with it, and yeah. he is convinced that Elaine does not have the infrastructure to make sure that this man makes it makes makes it out of bed on time. Mm. And he um, makes sort of a convincing point. You know? He does make She's a... saying con- the microwave. He does wrong. make a convincing point, but also it's none of his business. Yeah. And he should mm. not be disempowering her. Mm. Something that I actually He is, no, he's completely right. He's completely this. right. If, I, if, if, this, if, this, if this was me, I would absolutely interfere and take this whole situation over because... He's, he's like, I can't... To be fair, if anyone is good at waking up in the morning, it is Phoebe. She That's is the true. person you would want. I am good at waking up in the morning. Are you a morning person? You oh, no, you are call. a morning person. I know. I'd be checking the group chat and you're like on it. It's like 6.45. It's disgusting. I've yeah. been up for so long by that time. Like that, this is the thing. Like I've I've been like leaving replying to things because like oh I can't I can't reply when I'm up because that's way too early. Like as far as I'm concerned, that's le- that I'm being like reasonable. No, like I mean, if you, if you leave me alone, earliest I'm gonna get up is half nine. And like if yeah. I get if I if mm. if I wake up at half nine, then I immediately go into like an anxiety spiral that I have wasted the d- the day. Like I'm an afternoon type bitch. Like I don't even care about the morning. The morning is just a light or right off. Me an afternoon type. Nah, yeah, uh, that's me. Af- yeah. after- afternoons are for naps. Mm. That's when I have my little sleepy time. Interesting. I mean, I've been a freelancer for a very long time. Yeah, this is my thing. It's like you know, like no shade. I love a nap. Like no shade there. But I'm just kind of like, but it, you didn't get enough sleep. That's what that means, right? No, I just oh. it's not. I've, honestly, I like I still okay, like around three o'clock have a little crash. I like to, need to close my eyes. I have like a nap, like maybe five ish sometimes. Oh no, that's the no, that's the devil's nap. No, it's really then you wake up, then nap. you wake up, you're confused. Is it dinner time? Like then you can't get to sleep. It's I often whole set an alarm. Cycle. I'm all like 25 yeah. minutes. I'm not a big napper. Mm. I only learned how to nap recently, like in the past yeah. couple of years. I used to do it at uni because I more often would have to get up really early after going to bed too late. And I'd be like, well, I'm not going to be able to function for the rest of the day unless mm. I like do an hour and a half in bed. Have a little snooze. Yeah. But now I don't really. I just get up when I've had enough sleep most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not surprising that you didn't learn to nap until quite recently. It is part of the it schooling is- system here. Yeah, you do get taught. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so and I, I'm so behind, and you know, also yeah. it is an integral part of the freelance lifestyle. Yeah, you can't mm. expect so, to catch up with us. Yeah, like on the, the napping on the napping no. front. Not people who've been who've been taught how to do it. Since Annabelle they were can nap at like at any point. Like, I'm fat. Like well, like a cat. Yeah, like she is quite cat like. Like yeah, she can wake up late and go to bed early and still fit in a nap in the day. And I'm just like, how are you? Her other superpower being, if you start watching any television program, she will be asleep within 20 minutes. Doesn't really matter. It can be like seven PM, and you're like, you know, you're like twenty minutes in. You look over. It's yeah, incredible. That's I'm really jealous of that. I yeah. wish that you know I've got a real fraught relationship with sleep. So mm. you know, it, it just takes me forever to fall. That was my trouble with napping for ages. It takes me so long to fall asleep that oh, I just yeah. need a larger block of time than yeah. other people do. Other people, they just like they're out. 
They're mm. getting the honk shoe me, 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 me in yeah, within yeah, like five yeah. minutes. It takes me like 15, 20. Sleep is a gaslighter. Mm. 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 That's right. Makes well, you think. I, did, I don't know, didn't know how snoozy she is. Mm. Very snoozy. Um, anyway, so. The, um, Does she been... need more iron? I don't know. <laughs> well, I've, not, I've not done any blood work. Does she just, does she just I feel enjoy like we it? We need to do some blood work. I mean, maybe yeah. she just likes it. Get me some of her blood, and I'll have a look. Okie dokie. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> not loads. A yeah. small puddle. What, what puzzled me about Jerry's anxiety about mm-hmm. Elaine not waking this man up is that I I believe that it's it's not a sure thing that mm-hmm. Elaine's going to wake this man up, but he he's going on about it, and he could he could just call them in the morning yeah. and see if they're awake. I no, I see why he doesn't go for that as an idea, because a Elaine would get furious at him for mm. interfering, and then he's got Elaine yelling at him, which is probably I don't know, hot, I think but yeah, he also likes it. like oh yeah, no, it's just hot, isn't it? Yeah, it's just hot. Yeah, yeah, it's just hot. He said Jerry just doesn't know what's hot, so maybe that's, that that's doesn't. True. That's true. That's true. You know, that's he's true. Like, he's got a kind of misaligned. He's mm. a man who's obsessed with sex, but mostly because he's kind of confused by it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. We're all a little bit. There's a kind of in, sex, there's a kind of interpretive gap for Jerry. Mm. So like he like he witnesses something. Interpretive gap. It's where you go for some really weird clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Chinos with one leg. Oh yeah, one sh- one short but and one long. With two legs. Yeah. yeah. Like what is it? It's the sexual non-relation, right? That's what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Lacan would say. Mm. I'm not like a Lacan. Presumably. I'm not a Lacan, but Zizek talks about this all the time, the sexual non-relation. Yes, and so on. Yes, yes, and so on. And it's like, there's, a be- there's a commercial for beer uh, mm. from the 90s where uh, there's, a f- there's a frog and a princess and the uh, princess kisses the frog and the frog turns into a prince. And then the turns prince, into a refreshing Coors Light. Yeah, and then the yeah. prince kisses the, the the princess, and she turns into a refreshing Coors Light or whatever. Amazing. And Zizek is like, is, is the sexual non-relation? And like, if really you left them to their own devices, it would be a frog in a beer bottle. Uh, Do you see? Because it's like what the what the princess really wants is a prince, even though it's a frog. Mm. The frog really wants is a beer bottle. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm. That's and that's Jerry's problem. You see. Yeah. But look, <laughs> get me on more often. I'm yeah. full of good shit like this. Or maybe it implies that the frog only wants the beer once it becomes a, a, prince. a prince. And prior to ah. that, it probably would have kissed her and it would have be- she would have become like a fly. So what you're saying, mm. there's a kind of set of conditions that create mm. both the frog and the beer. Yeah, and that people mm. are all... There's a kind of a thing that's always happening in people's head where there's a thing that they want and reality is never going to ultimately live up to that. But that's Lock-On and I don't really agree with Lock-On on this and I'm much mm. more of a Deleuze type bitch. So, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm. Lefty Deleuze. Yeah, that's right. D- dazed and delused. Mm. Good. No, I like that. That's good. No, I like that. Dacor, dacor, dacor. There is almost definitely a PhD thesis, thesis called Dazed and Deleuze. There mm. must be. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Mm. And if there isn't, then you should write one. No. Not you. Okay, You've got you. one. You don't need to do another I'm, one. I'm not doing another PhD. <laughs> this is not this is not that like what's that one Marvel character who's got like five PhDs for some reason and it's like, why would you do that? That doesn't even make sense. What was that loser man? Yeah, mm. one of the loser, like loser ass losers is like, he's got this many PhDs. And I'm like, well, that seems to imply a fundamental d- misunderstanding of what a PhD is. You don't need to get another PhD. It's like a waste of, waste, of like, his, waste of his time. Just it's so time. when people have multiple undergraduate degrees. I'm like, why? What do you that, I understand, that I understand that, that more, I think. I don't know. That's like you had to retrain. Yeah. You fucked yeah. it. 
That's what that means. Lots of people have to retrain. That's fine. But like not necessarily to like the level that you need another degree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's sort of, yeah. I feel like for most things, the point of a degree is to have one. So you've kind of done the education thing where you kind of, you you know, you've opened up some neural pathways. You get how to think about stuff. Mm. And if you want to just learn about another thing, you can just go and learn about it. Or if you want to do a very, very menial office job. Yeah, uh, it indicates mm. that you are able to do said so menial. Office you've been job. to yeah. a, an Oceana a set yeah. number of times. Mm-hmm. You know, you've developed those kind of social skills we that you need around we the office. We didn't have an Oceana. No, there wasn't one in Cambridge either. But I feel like it's it's a real fixture of a university town, an Oceana. What's an Oceana? It's I, they're uh, now called it, Prism, but it's a chain of nightclubs. Prison? Mm-hmm. Prism. 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 Not prism. <laughs> okay, no, okay. <laughs> really saying the quiet part loud there about the Oceana experience. Yeah, Oce- Oceana are these like they're these kind of giant like kind of bar clubs with very 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 high ceilings and very they very feel like the lobby of a big floors. cinema. Yeah, they're exactly like the lobby of a big cinema. Okay, um, right. and they always have like Alpo Alco pop deals. And mm. quite nice. often, Deals. yes, and quite often in particularly in like kind of mid-sized university towns, there is always a significant uh, division between the between the students who go to Oceana because it's cheap and the locals who go to Oceana, Oceana because it's cheap and hate the students because they've right. ruined their city. Oh, yeah. one okay. way or the, one way or the other, stimulating the economy. Yeah, hate that. They. <laughs> Useless. I should get a job. Yeah, I'm no, no, so I'm, mm. I'm an armchair conservative, specifically about the undergraduate students of one place where I used to live. It was funny that in Cambridge you had the reverse thing, where just like it's such a, it's such a like Guardian reading ass town mm. that there aren't really any rough locals. Yeah, and it, on a on a Friday and Saturday night, it has to import rough people from right. like neighboring yeah. towns fifty to hundred oh, miles I'm not, away. I'm not, I'm not specifying rough locals; they're just locals who hate the students. No, but I mean the phenomenon of like going to the nightclub and getting beaten up by one of the locals, which is definitely like a student town phenomenon. Right, okay. But it, it was like, it, what was funny was that they would, the locals were all very, and so it would be like a guy from Kettering who's on a big night out in Cambridge. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, who yeah. hates the students, but in a kind but, of like. But not, but not in a kind of territorial yeah, way, more kind of just like an ontological you know, way. When they're bussing in the strike breakers from another town. Like we've got it. We've got a bus <laughs> in. We need, we need some, okay, some we need, we need somebody these. to be to to yeah. teach these teach these little little snits a thing or two. Um, so we mm. are going to have to get some people in from um, from Romsey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I guess I I just only teach in London, right? So we just don't have the same sort of. There's no student town dynamic. Yeah, not not at all. It's just it, it's just a town in it. There was you know? there mm. were student places if you are a student in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but we like those because we're like, please go there. Yeah, mm. you know. So in Soft in play. London, we're like, oh, thank God. Just if if you guys could go over there, that'd be great. But although having said that, yeah. shout out undergrads. I love under little puppies. Yeah. Tussle their little heads like oh, they're trying to write an essay. No, I think I should get down the mines. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. 
The worst, the worst <laughs> bits in London are the things that are aimed at people on graduate schemes. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That the kind fucking of fucking like... ball pit place. Okay, yeah. so all right, Justin and I were walking past that ball pit place the other night, um, as one does, and we were like, "Is that a fucking ball pit place?" Yeah. And and Need we were and we were immediately hating. We were just like, "Hate, yeah. hate, 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 hate." Um, and but then like we looked in the window and there was a bunch of girls and they all seemed to be having a great time and they were all singing along and throwing balls at each other. No, and we were I don't like, care. I don't know, they maybe... sh- no, they should all be in prison. Maybe we're the assholes. <laughs> In prison. You know? No, I'm not the I am not I am not the arsehole here. It's them. Yeah. It's them in their ball pit. I mean, I might tell you it looks Do you know like how hell much to it me? fucking costs to go to that place. Oh God, tell it's me. so expensive. I, I bet. Yeah. It's so like it's so expensive. Keep a figure in your head and mm. then just uh, that you think is too much. It's still more than that. I'm what surprises about that, me but... about your story though about it is that because I drive past it a lot, mm. and what I always notice is how it's full of people on what look like the most boring hinge dates in the world who are sat in a ball pit <laughs> up to their shoulders, <laughs> but both on their phones. And I'm like, this oh is this God. is like Banksy shit. That's so Two grown adults sat in a ball pit on their phones yeah. is like, yeah. Yeah, I, w- really, I saw really like says something. 10 kind of younger 20-something girls like singing along with something. Someone's got the phone mm. out. They're doing like the big selfie. They're giving it the big one. And I was like, well, mm. you know, I'm old, so not yeah. everything's for me. Slash nothing's for me really anymore. I'm uh, in the toilet at the ball pit bar telling her she's too good for him. The toilet is filled <laughs> with balls. <laughs> They're up to the level of the, the toilet. You've yeah. got to like wade through them. Yeah. Actually, quite similar to trench warfare. You're kind of running through the corridors, throwing them over your <laughs> Gives shoulder. Gives it the vibe of a, of a human litter tray mm. in the toilet. You just go mm. in there, you just burrow a little <laughs> hole, you do your business. Yeah, then you clump it up. Yeah. And then someone comes and collects it for you. Yeah, they've got, they got a massive guy with a big, like, slotted trowel who just <laughs> scoops The balls the... go through I know, I, know, yeah. I know somebody who uh, got so drunk at uh, the, the ball pit place that they passed out in the ball pit. No. Oh, no, and then kind of came to just like, <laughs> like what the, where the fuck am I? Mm. Wow, yeah, that's. I mean, it would take a lot of money to get quite drunk at the ball pit place. I I'd think, imagine. I think uh, they did some ah yes. pre-partying. Say no more. Ahead of All right, going to okay. the ball pit. You wouldn't no, want no, to pass think... out and wake up in what is essentially a facsimile of hell. Yeah, no, yeah, that would be, yeah. yeah. Like, but it's it's hell for children. It's for the it's for the toddlers who've been really really bad you know they die i suppose my thing is well they go to purgatory for children yeah like Mm. i i know it's not for me and everything and maybe i'm an asshole maybe i'm not jury's out but i do know that if someone said to me do you want to go to the ball pit place i will probably torch my friendship with them Mm. i'm like i guess we're done here it just it feels very googling interesting dates in london the ball pit place yeah Yeah. unusual dates quirky dates no absolutely not Uh, don't take me on a quirky date don't take me on a quirky date i'll have you killed take me to a fucking pub and then if it goes well enough we can eat dinner yeah you know like that's and like just i want to be inviting me bouldering i don't know no i'm not interested i don't care about that like i want to throw an axe i want to go Drink a beer, and I want to see what it is that you drink, so I can go. Oh, I told yeah. I told you that my friend got taken to a taxidermy workshop. Oh fuck off! On, on a date, awesome. right? On like a first date, and because, no. and because like, it's like a really that complicated is like such procedure. A crimson flag. <laughs> yeah, you. Like, yeah. That is like May Day in North Korea levels. And of... because it's such a complex procedure, 
they didn't let you do anything. So it was there was just like a bunch of people watching this guy stuffing sand in a squirrel or something. Oh my for, god. <laughs> for like an hour and a half and they couldn't speak to each other. This is not a good way to get to know people. This is the thing. Like <laughs> it's not a good date, right? It's because not like you're not, you're not running, same shit. Like the yeah. idea of dates is that you're supposed to be getting to know people, right? And like how the fuck you like if you can't mm. talk to anybody while you're watching taxidermy, that's not You know what I think the cinema date is? I think it's cheating. Because mm. I think that it's a way of advancing the dating procedure further, but without revealing any more of your personality. So, like, technically, you've been on three dates, but one of them you weren't speaking to. Yeah, it's your your tax-free allowance. Yeah, Mm. yeah. On dates, and they're trying to to loophole it. I like the idea of someone who knows their personality is so bad (laughs) that the (laughs) the task of dating is to reveal as little of it as possible. I went, um, Are you familiar with the men of Hinge, Milo? No, no. You see, now the detail that I need you to understand here is: I agree, men are terrible. Let's not let's not get into that. Let's not, be, let's, not let's not get it twisted. What I mean is specifically being self-aware enough to understand that you are that terrible. Oh yeah. That the because that that's an uncommon overlap. It right? is. It is. It's an like uncommon the you know overlap. why are wise men so full of doubts type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the yeah. yeah the really terrible are usually not aware enough to yeah, disguise that's, it. That's true. That's very that's very astute. I got taken on a date once to a Welsh space opera. A Welsh space Yeah, it was like a first date. Well, I love space me. Yeah, it know. was that, yeah. And you know, and I don't and I don't speak Welsh. But, you know, was it in Welsh? Welsh? Yeah, it was all in Welsh. Were there subtitles? No. What? Um, what I mean, the, the vibe was the vibe was big. I was into it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And and I, but it was you know, it's an odd choice for a first date because you know we were mostly watching this Welsh space opera, and I was were like, "Oh, you?" No, he, he wasn't Welsh. And he didn't speak Welsh, but he was a fan of this chick, and I was like, "Okay, fair enough." And like the vibe was big or whatever, and like it was a weird choice. What? It was out. It was like at the Hackney Empire. Wait, so it was it like no, it was one like not person the Empire, performing but like the space opera? Yeah, it was like she had a backing band and stuff, but she like so it was like Gweno, uh, was it? It was Gweno. Oh, I, I love yeah. Gweno. Yeah, I hate it, a one person. It show. was great. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go and see. I, I love Gwena. I wouldn't go see her doing a space opera. It was Bloody fucking, yeah, The vibe was huge. But yeah, I mean, also, what is a space opera? I mean, it seems it's an opera in space, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you know, sometimes when people just throw a term out there, and you're like, "Sorry, no, we need to go back to square one on this." Like, mm. you can't just be calling something a space opera. As Star though that's Wars a is technically genre. a space opera. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I I really like the idea of the first people. Um, the aliens encounter in like near space being people who only spoke Welsh and then the aliens returning sometime later and they've learned Welsh oh, that'd be and good. they turn up on earth and they're like why the fuck <laughs> does no one understand what we're saying well they do if you go to Anglesey and if you go to mm. like that one corner Patagonia, of Patagonia yeah. Yeah. yeah easy Come from outer space, isn't it? Fish, bash, bosh. <laughs> do you think what well, they they have the accent as well? Yeah, I yeah. Do. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's sorry. That's that, 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 Welsh that's, accent. I don't, I don't think Huge. you. I don't think you, you ever should. Have seen take... Avatar by James Cameron? <laughs> it's not like our planet. I don't think you should take someone to see anything on a on a first date. Yeah, hmm. I mean, and it like it transpired. I think I got the vibe eventually that this guy was actually cheating on his wife. So I like dipped. Like I mean, mm. not after that. Like, like subsequently, not after, not on that date. And Cheating so, on his wife at the Welsh space opera. Yeah, I know, right? Like, and which is like, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the chick you get in when you want to cheat on your wife at the Noah Welsh Baumbach space opera. Behavior. That's right. Yeah. God, I mean, what does it say about me? Christ, you said anyway, yes. I did say you it. Well, I didn't know he was cheating on his wife. Yeah, you know. 
Who was it who said that she got taken to a musical on a day? And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, By like a straight man, allegedly. I think it was... Um, uh, Which musical? Uh, um, it's irrelevant. Wasn't it? So, it was one of Annabelle's friends, I think. Yeah, I can't I don't know. There's, was, a, there's yeah. a real gamut because it's like, is he taking you to the Lion King or is he taking you to... Yeah, you know, know who like, it is? It's, it's, it's Annabelle's flatmate's younger brother took a woman on a date to a musical and we were all like... Oh, that is yeah. such a tactical error. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that was when we had the. Oh, conver- no, he took he took Annabelle to me. That, that no, was when I we know, had, no, that was when we had the uncomfortable conversation where the other people were saying that her brother was really fit and she obviously oh. didn't know like what the right thing to say was. Shut up. That's usually what I say. Yeah, it's shut up. I think I t- I tell people mm. shut up if they talk about how my brothers are hot. Are your brothers mm. hot? It's At the Welsh Space Musical, <laughs> it, it's been alleged that both been of alleged. my it's been alleged that both of my brothers are hot. Yes, mm. although uh, one one is uh, one's taken, but you know Nate is ready to rock. If you're in the Seattle area and you'd like to date a hydraulic engineer who looks a lot like me, but is a man, mm. that that's Nate Yanaga. Go find him. Yeah. <laughs> Doxing your own brother. I can dox my own brother. <laughs> he lives. At. He lives at. I don't know. Come, come he's, my, he's a what, he's a what you know? engineer? He's like a hydrolonic engineer. Like he does um, wastewater engineering. So it's like he can make your water not full of gross so, stuff anymore. So I'm hey, not getting you, no trench mouth. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah you, get, you get Nate in trench mouth. Not not a problem. Not an issue. You've come mm-hmm. from a faraway planet because we're you're the most sexy man in Seattle. <laughs> and we don't want to get trench mouth. Well, you wouldn't if you're an alien because they've got very small mouths. And if you get trench mouth in like a bit of it, then like in so relative this- terms, it's like more. So it's like a, you're, mm. the gray aliens are coming more, more specifically in this scenario. No, all aliens have small mouths. All, okay. I see. All right. Okay. Bulbous okay. heads. All, um, all of them. Okay, so. Tiny little mouth. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Gary <laughs> is obsessed with waking him up. He ends up getting him a hotel, but then he doesn't trust the hotel wake up guy because he like slightly offends him by saying the wake up call is important. The guy's that's like, rude. all that, the wake up calls that, are important. That's, that's really, really good. That's it's classic science. Again, very, a bit, I found it very relatable. I would absolutely become obsessed with the idea that I had like somehow upset the wake up guy mm. yeah we wa- we once um when i was on holiday with my parents um we didn't get a wake up call and i'm absolutely convinced it was because mm. of what my mother did in the in what the hotel reception so we were we were on holiday in um in the in the netherlands mm. oh yeah home of the dutch yeah, home of the Dutch, amongst other things, but <laughs> mainly like, home of the Dutch. Welcome to the Netherlands, home, home of the, the Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it was it was unseasonably cold because we were there in spring. It was mm. supposed to be a lot. It was supposed to be a lot warmer, and it was just suddenly just like really, really freezing. And we couldn't work out how to turn the heating on in the hotel room. So mm-hmm. my mother uh, approached the receptionist and said, "How do you turn the heating on?" And because as is the case with all Dutch people, his English mm. was perfect, but his, but his like sense of idiom was slightly unusual. Oh, so he said, "Robert, your uncle's brother." <laughs> yeah, precisely. Yeah. So he says, "There's a knob on the radiator," and my mother holds it together for all of ninety seconds before she just gets the most incredible giggles. At, because he because he said knob, it really is as it really is as childish really as is. that. Nice. It really is as simple as that. His sense of idiom wasn't even off, really. It was just, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. The word knob is just funny. It's just funny. And and she obviously felt that she'd been so successful with her original line of questioning that she was going to ask a further follow up question. Mm. 
Um, and she then went with, is there more than one knob on the radiator? And then she just fully just collapsed in hysterics oh. um, and was just cackling. It, it probably, like, in actual objective time, probably a couple of minutes but when you're a teenager being embarrassed by your mother yeah. time expands yeah absolutely. And so she was laughing yeah. at this nonplussed dutch receptionist for three hours it mu- like it must mm. have been three hours and the next day uh we were supposed to have a wake-up call and mm. it never appeared and i'm absolutely sure that's why but then you, you must feel grateful that actually you know whilst you didn't enjoy it at the time you know your mum taught you at an early age to mock the dutch that's true yeah, that's true useful. That's something which I yeah. um, which I'm very grateful to my to my parents for instilling yeah. Yeah. to me mm-hmm. as a, as a as pretty much the only value that I've stuck with for <laughs> for, for, for my whole life. It's I call, good, it core, yeah. I call it a core value. The milk drinkers, the cheese sandwich eaters, clog wearers, the cloppers. I think it was when I found out that it was a common Dutch thing to make a big cheese sandwich in the morning and eat half of it for breakfast and half of it for lunch. I was like, oh come on. This can't be real. No, like you're not. I see. I would. I would treat myself to two cheese sandwiches. Mm. That seems sad. Yeah, it's like it's parsimonious is the issue with it, isn't <laughs> it? it? it is I, I sort of assumed yeah. that it was an uncommonly parsimonious large Latin cheese for Dutch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Parsimonia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, they couldn't understand why they weren't wearing sandals. Mm. Yeah. Clop, clop, mm. clop. Yeah, with their clogs, um, their clogs, and their windmills. It's funny, one of my ex-girlfriends had half of her family were Dutch and the other half were English. And one of her ancestors in like the late 19th century um, was killed in a, in a fight in a pub in which he was hit over the head with a clog and died. Um, and it wasn't the Dutch side of the family. And I was so <laughs> disappointed. I mean, this... they're going to be so mad when you find out which side of the family this <laughs> yeah. happened to. <laughs> it was just like the north Absolutely of England somewhere. Furious. This is like yeah. real like wool trading hours. A mm. Dutch-English relationship, clog murders everywhere. You know, it shows mm. the, the rich links of the Hanseatic League once again. It I'm does. just saying. I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're, they're so obsessed with their fucking tulips. Over I there. fucking love tulips, girl. You like, know how much money I, I spend on tulips every year? It's fucked up. Okay, fucked first up. of all, I'm going to need to see some paperwork though, on so. Yeah, I am going to need to see your spreadsheet on how much you're spending on tulips so we can yeah, know, maybe come up with some kind of spending like, plan. Like all of the elders <laughs> on tulips. You like spend less money on <laughs> tulips. Spend less money on tulips. No, 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 I can't. I'm afraid no. I can't do that. Anything other than that. Because, you know, I will not heat my house. I only the have a container stay. garden and tulips don't stay in containers. Like they're mm. just, they aren't going to bloom again the next year. So I have to do them all over again every year. And you know what, bitch? I do. I get them in from the Netherlands. I'm a like, what up? There was a time in the 1980s I was buying four boxes of tulips a day. <laughs> I would just be a little bit less proud of myself if that, if like my national flower was associated in so many people's minds with like a financial catastrophe. True. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What is our national yeah. flower here? Oh, it's like a rose. A rose. It? Yeah. It's no, the, I do it's know the Layman Brothers yeah. uh, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the I American flower is. I joking about having a flower that's sort of associated with a financial catastrophe. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Bearings Bank Dahlia. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the American the flower is. The dot-com daffodil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got what you got that one. You got the uh, the ma- the Madoff magnolia. Yeah, it's very mm. pretty. The Madoff magnolia. It's unfortunate, but it is pretty. And of mm. course, the Ponzi. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Ponzi's? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to treat my mother to something. Yes, she's a, she's a dowager, you see. Um, <laughs> describing your mother as a dowager is fun. Um, yeah, so um, anyway, uh, in the end, he makes the guy stay over at his house, and then Kramer, who throughout the episode has been, he's installed a hot tub, he's become obsessed with the hot tub, he's gotten a bigger heater for the hot tub, and then the massive industrial heater that he's got which he describes as 16,000 BTUs, perfect uncle behavior. Yeah, yeah. It's, because, he, it's because he's fallen asleep in the hot tub and so he gets really cold. So he, so that's what he orders and he can't like get his core temperature back up because mm. he's like a lizard. Um, again, it's mm. such a relatable episode. He needs a hot rock. Like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I can never get my core temperature. Like once I'm cold, I'm, I'm cold. Yeah. That core temperature's not going back up. You need to get me, you need to get me under a lamp, lay me on a rock. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or a kind of heated pad. So that's a good first date for Phoebe. What, just put, take, put, take her to put, a me, heat on, pad. put me on a heat yeah. pad. There you go. <laughs> Under a yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Quirky date specifically for this for one for... possibly lizard woman. <laughs> who's taken. Who's, yeah. who's taken, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Sauna yeah. is a fun first date. Who lasts the longest? Sorry? Oh, sauna. Yeah, that's a good and, first date. Yeah. You get a look at the bod as well. Yeah. You do, yeah. to see if she's got any Scandinavian in her. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You invite a girl to the sauna, she turns up with a bowl of vodka and like a pickle. You're like, okay. That's a, that's a keeper. Well, that's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's yeah. what happens when you put a Scandinavian in a sauna. Um, like the, the little, uh, their the herring mark just rises to the surface. That's true. The herring yeah. mark. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like a birthmark, but it's in the shape of a herring. In my apartment. All Scandinavians have one. My apartment mm. building in Japan, we had like, you know, a big, uh, we had like a big uh, communal bath area as well you know like we had our own bathtubs and everything but you could go to the big one so i'd go down there all the time especially because it had a sauna but there was this one girl who was at like the ballet college or something and every time you try to go in the sauna if you went in late at night she'd be in there doing crunches and drinking diet tea and it was like mm-hmm. the vibes were off that's yeah that's a that's a bad vibe. The vibes were, were you, off were you allowed in the like a kind of communal bathhouse yeah yeah, yeah. because don't did you did you not have tattoos at the time? I only had the one. Uh, okay. Was it, also, was it... I lived there, so okay, there. So yeah, I was yeah, like, "What enough. you gonna do? You're not gonna do shit." Yeah. You know. Um, is it, so is it just kind of like tourists? That they yeah. Don't it's like, like, it's like it. tourists. They would be less down on. And actually, if you can like be more upfront in the communal ones and be like, "Hi, you know, I'm I'm a white person, but like, i you know, and especially if you can say it in Japanese and be like, "I do have tattoos." Is that going to be okay? A lot of the time, they're like, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah. yeah. What they don't want is for you to just like show up. They presumably and, assume mm. that you're not going to be yakuza. Yeah. Presumably. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was like. But you could be. It'd be good cover. Granted, my tattoo was much yeah, smaller yeah. at the time. I don't know what will what go down the, next uh, time I go. You got the uh, the die another day surgery. Yeah. To mm. become white, and then you but, you were still in the yakuza, but the police would never suspect you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toby yeah. Stevens is in the Yakuza. People don't know that. Who's Toby Stevens? The one who plays the bad guy in Die Another Day. Oh, all right. Good, good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge. He's Maggie Smith's son. Oh. That's why he looks... He does look that's like why Maggie Smith. exactly like Maggie Smith, yeah. Okay. He's the son of Maggie Smith and Robert Stevens. Oh, Mr. Bond, you're never going to beat me, you know. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's that is very good. All right. That's weird. That's a weird thing for you to be able to do. <laughs> I don't know. Just Some of them, you just got them in the locker. You don't even know they're in yeah, the locker. Right. They're in there. But just off the bat, you can yeah, just do it. It's them. your herring mark. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or your magician's mark, if you like. Yeah. And, you know, some Rises of them to are the top like, when you're podcasting. Yeah. Some are easy. Like Anyone worth their salt can do a good JFK. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of them, they're just they're just surprised. They surprise yeah. you. You know, they come out of nowhere. Well, there mm-hmm. you go. Um, um, so, Cast- so Costanza, 
final storyline we've got yeah. here. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So so Kramer ha- like blow like blows the fuses in the building with his giant. Turns off Jerry's alarm clock. Turns off Jerry's alarm. So mm. obviously he mm. oversleeps and it takes him ages to kind of you know ah we're you know they're they're all getting to the, the race in the nick of time. Uh. Meanwhile, George. Meanwhile, Costanza has I think a very tragic storyline. For Costanza mm. this week, this he's made to entertain some bawdy Texans. He's made to entertain some bawdy Texans, um, and he's made to do it because, and he says this right at the start. He says like, "Oh yeah, like I, th- I was really, really worried that I'd have loads of work to do, um, but I found out that as long as you always look like a little bit annoyed, everyone assumes that you're busy mm. and they don't give you any more work to do." And I was just mm. like, "I know so many people who pull this little little yeah, move with yeah. the pretending to be really stressed." Um, but they're not doing anything. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. No one, no one that we could name. I know. <laughs> right here. Who, who, who mm. names people? Not me. I'm not. I'm not a grass. I don't remember their names. I am not mm. a grass. I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What am I doing? Remembering stuff. Yeah, that's no. just, that's misogynist mm. coded behaviour. Mm. And so his so his boss thinks thinks that he's like really really stressed out because he always looks really annoyed. Yeah. Um. And he keeps like kind of catching him, uh, like in kind of unfortunate situations where it looks like he's kind of smashing the place up, but he's actually not. He's like, yeah, mm. yeah. Some some sight gags, sort of fly stuff like that. Some sight gags, some misunderstandings, and so he sends him off to entertain these bawdy Texans. Mm. And Costanza loves the bawdy Texans, I love and the that. bawdy yeah. Texans love him, and they go out for this like. For this kind of rambunctious night out, it's rootin' tootin'. It's really, it's like, it's really sweet. It's like, really, it's like, kind of, it's really touching. He gets really overexcited that he's like, that you know, he's like thirty six or whatever, and he's and he's made mm. some new friends. Like mm-hmm. other, like otherwise, mm-hmm. like who are his, who are his other friends? He's got his parents. He's got his friend Jerry from school. He's got his friend Jerry's neighbor and his friend Jerry's ex girlfriend. This is the first yeah. thing he's got this. Fiance, who he doesn't love. This is the first thing that Costanza is allowed just for himself, mm. and it gets messed up for him. It's really, it's mm. really sad. So they, so they ring him from the plane, and he gets really like, really like, kind of overexcited and Labrador like because he's really excited that his new friends are ringing him from the plane, um, and he starts yelling. Um, well, they're encouraging him to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Calling him like, yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, you tell you, that son of a you bitch. You tell that, that son of a bitch that a Yankee's never going to Houston as long yeah. as you bosses are in charge. And Mr. Wilhelm, his boss, hears him doing this and thinks that he's actually like yelling and actually mm. threatening. And like he takes them off this project. Yeah. And so, and presumably, and the he rule never in Seinfeld is no one ever, ever just explains the simple facts that would make it all fine. Yeah. But he, no, he's, he tries to, but his boss keeps talking over him and says, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's really sad. There's, there's a stupid, um, there's a stupid little subplot with Elaine's friend who has a, who has a baby and she's not married to the father and Jerry shows some very weirdly trad thinking when he sees this woman with a baby yeah. and says I didn't know she was married it's like it's like it's the mid 90s it's, it's not and then kind when, of and then when she's she not married he's, he's like, like oh right Mormon shit like, what the, like what the hell and yeah and and then there's a, and then because the because John Paul John Paul hears Costanza saying, oh, everyone's a bastard, everyone's a son of a bitch. This is how these people talk. It's so much and fun. And then Jerry explains that it's like a fun, you know. Yeah, that it's yeah, like yeah, a kind yeah, of yeah. fun, affectionate term. And he misunderstands this 
and says, oh, what a lovely little bastard about the baby. And she assumes this mean, means that, that Elena's gone around telling everyone that she's had this child out of wedlock. It's a but really... Also, like, why would you be upset about that? Like, like it, it's like 1996. What, yeah. Like, what are you talking like, like, about? I'm trying to keep about? it down that I'm a single mother. Yeah, like, the name no, of the guy peeling back the calendar, but it's like June 1694. <laughs> yeah, right? like, exactly. Like, what, like... It's it's yeah, weird that she would ex- that she would keep this private. Yeah, like it, it's it, weird that she's like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to need you to not tell anyone that I I don't have a husband. Wouldn't you think it was weirder if you knew this woman had a child? You assume she has a husband, but you never ever see him. Yeah, like I mean, ever. definitely weirder. It, wouldn't you just be like, she killed her husband? Yeah. This yeah. just killed her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind or of Dr. Zhivago shit going. Yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's like one of these things where like he's just du- he's like dumped her. Moved on down the road, like, and like she's Dutch. and yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just Dutch. Well, technically, yeah. somebody Dutch cannot be the legitimate parent of a child. Yeah, that's if true. you try and write a Dutch person on a birth certificate, um, then you just get an electric shock through the pen. Yeah, if, as soon as as soon as the birth certificate detects you're writing something like Dirk van Blauns, it immediately uh, no. incinerates itself. Yeah, got, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like like the Mission Impossible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Murder, yeah, yeah, this will self destruct on. Dutchness contact with a lowland <laughs> contact person with, contact with a, with the flatlanders this includes the flemish oh. i think it includes the flemish yeah. so french Flandrians belgians as well fine. oh but i i love a flandrian I'm like i love their little ways i like There's you know, a, you know what i'm not criticizing them i'm just saying that they cannot be named as the parent on a birth certificate i mean okay that's fine yeah you know. technically nobody in the netherlands has a record of their birth because it's impossible to it would <laughs> be they only have a mother freeing. Yeah. yeah no no you can't put the mother either oh okay no. interesting yeah. no parent no parent at all I have a birth certificate but it's just unknown it's, it's quite egalitarian anybody mm. who you know speaks Dutch or Flemish it's more like they spontaneously generate that's kind of the deal you know they just yeah. come from the swamps from the tulips, mm. yeah, that's what they're growing mm. in those yeah, fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh. what, that's that's the you open a tulip oh. and it's got a little Dutch baby inside. That's oh. the that, that <laughs> that's cute. The, I like that. Though. That is the Dutch autochthony myth that they came <laughs> yeah. from the tulip. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why they that's why they love the tulip so much, even though it mm. represents the financial crash. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, um, like the South Sea forget me not. Correct, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, uh, the denouement. Yeah, that's a, that's a stupid side. That's a stupid yeah. side plot. But then George they... gets forgiven by Steinbrenner again, and they end yeah. up in the hot tub together, and it's all fine. Yeah, no, no, no. That bit, that bit's fine. But the, but the, but the friend getting mad with Elaine. Oh, like, yeah, it's that really makes it, sense. It's like it's yeah. not, it's not necessary, and there's, and it doesn't, it doesn't drive the plot forward. It's, al- it's almost like, it's almost like someone wrote on a post-it note. Remember, we wanted to include Elaine's friend getting mad at Elaine because. Like, she thinks it's weird to be a single mother. Isn't it kind of like partially Someone also... found it on their arm. Yeah, because men don't like, remember oh. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think it was also partially used to get Jean-Paul Jean-Paul out. Yeah, right? but, like... he, but he's, or- he's already not feeling... He's already not feeling good about... Oh, yeah, no, because the... the- because the super says, "Oh, you're harassing my tenants, and yeah, that's why yeah, he yeah. shows." Up. But I feel like I feel like he could just say, "You know what? I actually think that maybe Elaine isn't the best person." Yeah, because you know, she actually, women aren't there. qualified to wake you up in yeah. the morning. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've right. we've already. I mean, I don't. I don't know why we. And didn't, you do represent all women. I that's don't true. know why yeah, we didn't. Why they didn't mention the fact that Elaine ruined the wake up guys from the last episode's wake up calls by putting her feet in his face. I don't know why that's not there. 
I mean, it was a kink shaming episode. That one. It was a kink shaming episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we've got. A it's fa- implying that just because someone's into feet, they can't be doing their wake up call job. You know. Yeah. And then we got a final scene where yeah. at the race, Jerry gets in there in the nick of time. Gets in there in the nick of time, and they're at the finishing line. And John Paul is winning. He's winning the marathon. He's out ahead. Kramer is still. Please, Mr. John Paul is my father. Call oh, me call Jean me Paul. Jean Paul. Yeah. yeah. And so on. And Kramer has got a cup of really hot tea because he still can't get his core mm. temperature up. Still a chilly mortal. And Jean Paul, Jean Paul mistakes the tea for a cup of water that's being held out for him and drinks it and presumably burns. No, he, I think he pours, he pours it, it over all his head. Over it. Oh, I think. Yeah. is that what yeah. it is? I thought he'd he just drunk. He just have been like, ow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. if you've just been running twenty six miles, and I mean, it wouldn't be pleasant. But you would, you would have taken a small enough sip. Oh, that it would be, okay. Know, yeah. Like, no, yeah, I was yeah, thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's not ideal. Also, your mouth is more resilient to heat than like your face. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is anyway. Mm. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Interesting bit of science. So, if you've got anything really hot, you should store it in your mouth, as opposed to on your face. Yeah. 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 On the whole. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna write that down. Mm. I'm Writing it down mentally, mentally yeah. in a minute, yeah, and then yeah, I'll go yeah. write it down yeah. properly with a pen. I'll put it down right next to the the uh, the note that says, "Don't forget to gaslight women." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up on the wall in the Cambridge University admissions office. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. the end. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. it is. I love this episode. It's, it's such a good, a good episode. It's a, it's a good one. It's good. Mm-hmm. Season seven. It's got some real. It's got some real bangers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. A smattering of bonjour. Mm. Um, it remains for us only to thank Eleanor very much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, Eleanor, I say, presaging something I know is coming. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Do I ever? Um. Uh. This has nothing to do with Seinfeld, but you know, if you'd buy my on new this book, show, that's funny. you know, that'd be great. I've got a new book out uh, in the UK on March third. It's called "The mm. Once and Future Sex," and it is an analysis of women's roles in society in the medieval period, but also now. Uh, it's really pretty. Um, it's already available out in the states, and I have it on good authority that if you want the audio book or the ebook, you can get them wherever. But yeah, out here on the third uh, of March, you know, uh, buy one. Yeah, mm, that'd yeah, be nice. Make it out. Yeah, yeah we've got a couple in the studio. Mm. Mm. You can't have those. No, no, no. Can't have those. those They're the studio books. books. Those yeah. Ours, yeah, they belong mm. to the studio. No, that's right. Which is, kind yeah. of a, which is an entity. It mm. is. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to piss it off. No, no we're in its mm. bowels right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. What if it digests us? Mm. What if? <laughs> what if? I, I brought the books as a form of appeasement to make sure that doesn't mm-hmm. help. Yeah, yeah. yeah you it's kind of like Davy Jones's locker in here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Where he keeps his um his trigonometry textbook and his and his gym kit. Yeah, that is right. Oh, word. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you very much for. Is this a free one? This is a free one. I yeah. think it's a free one. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. It's three dollars <laughs> yeah. a month for the bonus episodes. Um, and if you don't. I uh, just want that. Five dollars gets you the Discord <laughs> and the movie corner. And ten dollars gets you the What's the Deal mini series. Oh, so we're professionals. We are pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to say that for us. In fairness. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.